you for visiting 32 Kings Row, hosted by the League Ambassadors. I'm Ambassador Kenny Ken Ken, and it is my pleasure to be here with my brothers. This is episode four of our 32 Kings Road vodcast. And uh, on the show today, we're going to cover a little bit of Redskins, Bengals history. Uh, we're also going to go through week one uh, with our week one picks. Uh, cover some games with week one picks, make some fantasy recommendations, and uh, and just have a good show. Yes, sir. Uh, so let's get yep, going yep. with our Ambassador Roll Call. Uh, Ambassador Red O, what you sipping on, brother? Well, first off, rest in peace. We're missing a couple people. They'll be back next week. Damn, rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> it was all that Eagles talk. That's skinny. Extreme. They ain't here. Fuck them. Skinny went solo. So <laughs> already. I am sipping on. Mr. Rob Ryan, who is the luckiest cat alive. Big belly Rob. Okay. Mm. Because there was a story released this week about how he was uh, part of a plot, supposed to be the recipient of a plot to be robbed in New Orleans when he was in New Orleans. Wow. The only reason why he wasn't was because the, the robbers left a voicemail accidentally on a city worker, a federal city worker, not federal city worker, but a federal federal employee who worked in the city. And you all right, Kevin? <laughs> yes, oh, I okay. am. Uh, I'm good. Just checking. <laughs> Yo, I know it's late in Baltimore. Listen, man. What's going on over night. there? <laughs> That sound like a roach smash. <laughs> it's like it's still, I mean, I thought we was all good. It's still beef. I know I'm 50 and all, no, but goddamn. I, I love you, right now. <laughs> yeah, I do too, but, you know, shut the fuck up. <laughs> What's going on here? Oh, it was right on time. So what happened with Rob? What happened? So there was a plot to rob him, and on the voicemail they were talking like, you know, he doesn't even have security. We can rob him whenever he want to, whenever we want to. But they it, they called the wrong person, and they left a message. They left the message. It was a federal worker who who worked in the city of New Orleans, and so they the cops put a car out in front of his house. They let him know, and then because they they traced the number. It led back to the ring of, uh, I know they arrested two people, um, mm. and they were robbing people all over New Orleans. He came mm. that close by accident. It's wow. the jungle. They don't call it the jungle for, for nothing. Straight At up. one point, it was the murder capital of the United States for a long time. Wow, that's crazy. Kevo, what you sipping on? <laughs> what up, what up? I'm currently sipping on this Rebel IPA uh -huh. and the fact that Tim Tebow, uh oh. Has found yet another job, and I just want to know how does he do it? Won't <laughs> he do it? Supreme athlete. That's God why. is faithful. That's how he does it. Doesn't mean he. You can be a supreme athlete and not be able to throw the ball. Won't he? Won't he? Won't he? Hey, I'm just saying, if that's me, if I suck at my job like that, I'm unemployed. <laughs> he sucks and gets more opportunities. I don't. But I'm it's not a sure new job. It's a whole new job for him. Ambassador Junior Blue, what you sipping up? I'm sipping on it's 149 days to the Super Bowl. Yes, sir. Yes, it is. Mm. And some teams know they don't have a chance. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> you seem like you're trying to bring up. It's a little shot. Oh, shit. From last week. Wait, can I ask you a question? He's not even here. Who doesn't have Francisco? a chance? <laughs> Cleveland. Uh, Baltimore. <laughs> I'm mm. sipping don't, don't on... Go don't, don't go there. Don't do it. I'm sipping on... We not. We're going to move on. I'm sipping <laughs> on... Uh, tomorrow, so we're, we're actually we're actually uh, doing this show on Thursday, which is the opening night. Carolina currently has just some toes in the ass of Denver, but uh, <laughs> wiggling I'm, a little bit. I'm, 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 I'm they're wiggling the toes a little bit. And but, for uh, some context, Kenyon is the only one who picked Denver to win out of all mm -hmm. of us. This is true. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm sipping on the fact that tomorrow, uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Yao Ming, fame, baby. and my personal favorite, Mr. Allen Iverson, will be mm. inducted into the National Basketball Association's Hall of Fame. Um, as a Los Angeles Laker fan, I can say, you know, Shaquille O'Neal, as much as I hated him, uh, <laughs> I appreciated his dominance for us. Um, so just want to give them a shout out. That Most they're... dominant bitch I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> wow. No, nah, I don't care. Wow. I'm a Laker fan. That's wow. another show. It's <laughs> a whole nother show. Whole Has nother he apologized to, to Mr. Bus yet? <laughs> Ambassador Devin, what you sipping up? What you sipping up? With the first pick. 
in the 2016 NFL Draft, the Los Angeles Rams uh-uh. select Mr. Jared Goff. Mr. Inactive. Mm. So I just, I just want to give you a quote here from Coach uh, Jeff Fisher. All right. I just want him to feel and sense and absorb the pressure of week one. He's going to be a great player. As we as we said from day one, we're not rushing him. We don't have to rush it. I'm really happy with where he is right now. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Case motherfucking Keenum is your starting quarterback. Week one in the second biggest market return to the NFL. Who's the Are backup? You? Well, uh, we're getting to that. Okay. Mr. Mannion. He's not even the backup. It's Sean Mannion. Mm. If I even pronounce that shit right, because I don't even know who the fuck that is. Jeff, Jeff Fisher <laughs> so smokes wait. a lot of weed. So you alluded to it. He's not even the third string. They suited up a punter as the emergency quarterback. So if somebody gets hurt... He's not even on the fucking field. Mm. I mean, this is almost unprecedented. This is he's the first number one overall pick okay. to not play in week one that hasn't had injuries since Bo Jackson was uh drafted by Tampa. And we know he didn't go he to didn't, Tampa. He didn't go to Tampa, right. He went to play baseball. My question is, did Ryan Leaf play week one? He wasn't, yeah, he, he wasn't did. number he was, one pick though. He, he, oh, he was number wasn't number one pick. Yeah, right. And if he was the points well yeah. taken. Wow. Yeah. So what a way to start. I mean, like, I'm a fan of Jeff Fisher when, in his Tennessee days, but how many lives does this cat have? <laughs> well, I can <laughs> tell you right now, this is going to be his last. This will be his last life. Straight up. The it, last five but, QBs taken okay, number one over. He knows he's supposed to take. Did he, he didn't pick. He didn't pick uh, golf. No, that he, they that, have a GM. Yeah, but that was he his, has say he was no, and he no, he's on record as saying that that was the guy. Like, what was he supposed yeah, to exactly. say? What, what does was he, he say? supposed to say? Wentz is the guy, and my GM wants wants golf. He's supposed to. That's he's a team man. He's supposed to go. He is not the GM. No, he's not one of those coaches who have the GM job who gets to pick the quarterback. Now, don't get me wrong. He should be on his last life. He's on, but he's he he was he was leading the charge for Jared Goff. They worked out Wentz. They went and they mm-hmm. saw Wentz. They went and they saw Goff, and they acted like they saw God. And I flesh. told you he smokes weed, <laughs> <laughs> and and so that's a huge. Th- I mean, and this was the thing. Like you guys, you you guys get on me about you know not being a Rams fan, but but the thing is, is that's not why we get on you. Yeah, you do. <laughs> no, you do. it's not. You do. It's you do. not. You don't it's commit. Not. You do. Yeah, I I do. Commit. Pick a side. I'm Hashtag down. I do. commit. I do. Who'd you commit to? I, I commit to the side of the winners. What King I'm saying is, is different. What I'm saying the is definition this. of fair weather. No, no, no. What I'm, yes. what I'm, no, I'm not. And, and as an LA for, as I'm a, not. as a LA fan, I'm not supposed to be LA. It bothers me. I'm not it supposed to be a fan. It bothers me that you do that. I'm not supposed to be a fan of a better team. Than that, I'm not supposed to be a fan of a team just because they moved here. Let's start there, okay? Well, you're a fan and of I was the clear. They moved here. I was clear. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. And I they was done. the Dodgers moved here. They was here when I got here, though. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was here before the Rams came well, back. I'm, I'm and just, my point I'm just is this. Apart your point. I'm Listen. Just and my point is Semantics. this. My point is this. <laughs> When they were in a position when they knew when I knew that they were going to have the number one pick, I felt like Wentz was going to be the better option because Wentz came from a pro style system. Agreed. Okay, mm-hmm. we knew that the adjustment period was going to be shorter. The learning curve is going to be shorter for a Carson Wentz. Okay, they got an elite running back already. They got a top five defense off top, so it made sense to me. They and Jeff Fisher's been in this position before with Steve McNair. Right. Okay, so you go for the guy that. Spent three years in college playing in an offensive system that does not lend itself to translating to the pro style well. Kenyon. No. Kenyon. Straight up. It okay, was the wrong I, pick. I heard what you said, but it can we break down pick. what you said? Because I remember you being happy that your grandfather lives near the Coliseum. That's money, baby. He, he, so, he did say that. I, yes. He said it more than once. Yeah, he wanted money, to be baby. a Rams fan. So the no. only reason why he's not a Rams fan now is because he didn't like their number one draft pick. To me, that is the definition of fair-weather L.A. fan. No. And I don't it, like the fact that they have How many players the Bears got that I don't like? They have no. <laughs> right, you got to ride with them, right? But here's yeah. the thing, though. They've planted their, but they've planted their anchor, to Devin's point, They've planted their anchor with a quarterback who clearly is not going to do well in the NFL. That's well, what me, I'm saying. Let me, ask you, you let me ask you and this. If you, and if you don't have a quarterback, just like I said two weeks ago, if you do not have a quarterback in the NFL, you have no shot at winning. Kevin. 
Oh, Devin, Devin, let me ask you this to your point. You dropped a lot of F-bombs about this, so you clearly <laughs> have a point about it. What, do, you, do you believe in the draft a guy and let him grow? I mean, it worked with, with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but the optics are really bad. I mean, we saw um, Hard Knocks, the uh-huh. face Jeff Fisher made. They kind of edited that out. To make it <laughs> but, um, okay, it, so it, it's almost like the Peyton Manning, Ryan Leaf thing. Like, who to pick, uh-huh. right? I mean, uh-huh. similar, right? Uh-huh. They go the wrong way, we think. I mean, let's look, what? 22 of 49, 232 yards, two TDs, two picks in the uh, preseason so far. I mean, it's the preseason. But the guy who was picked after you is starting, and he's hurt. And you're not even active? Right. I mean, that, that is and, and this is though. a brand new, this <laughs> right. is the first game in L.A., in 20 years, 20-plus 20 years. And he's not playing, right? And he's not playing. Not even suited first, up. Just the first move you make as an organization. And I, think it has, and I think it has everything to do with one that was more prepared to be a professional quarterback day one compared to, I think that's all it is. And I understand every last bit of what you're saying, but all you guys sound like politics. This is not politics. This is fanaticism. And that's one player. That's one freaking player, and moves can be made to eliminate that player. They have probably the best running back in the league. They have a top five defense in the league. They have more positive than negatives. If you don't like that team just because of one player, like that's that's crazy to me. But well, you're talking let's, about let's, the most. You're talking it. about the. But you're talking about the most important player in right. the sport. Yeah, but we as that's Baltimore the most Ravens position. fans, we had Kyle should have been a bowler for a long time <laughs> at quarterback. We didn't run and hide. But he, he, could not, he did not. He could throw it sixty yards from his knee, though. And who does that? Because you're down in the NFL, so that is fucking irrelevant. I don't but even you, know why this. You is were that. a fan of the Ravens before Kyle Bowler came exactly. along. Yeah, no, I get it. I'm, okay, you know. so so it's not the same argument. You get it. It's not the same argument. I was not a fan of a team. Period. Yes. Kent, let me let me you ask you: Is that be, decision though. more so a reflection of Jared Goff as a quarterback or of the organ the 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 state that the Rams organization is in? Because the Rams are the youngest. NFL team in the league, so right. you're going to throw an unproven quarterback out there with a young roster? No, I'm. Sa- I, I don't know. I, I I agree with that, but I'm saying there was a better option available. That's my point. Well, let me, he let me he does undoubtedly have talent, though. He, it's, it, it, if in a year he doesn't show up, then I can understand it. It's okay for it's. Uh, my point is this, though. It's okay for Philadelphia or whoever was going to be two to take a Jared Goff, but if you're the Rams again with the ingredients that you had in place, a top five running back a top-five defense, moving to a new city, you take the quarterback that's going to help you win day one. And clearly, it's not Jared Goff because he's inactive. Is it either one of them? You, you make it seem like Carson Wentz is going to come out there and start winning day one. He's not going to win day one. So it was neither one of them. It's it didn't matter. I don't think you know that. I think that the Rams are in a better position no, we, we, than the Eagles. We know. We know. We know. <laughs> we know. Let, me, let me ask you so, this. So the Eagles win Sunday, are we having a different they, conversation? No, there's no, one. They're in the Browns. I, I mean, there's one team who is in a more dire situation. So they why not play him? Throw him to the wolves. Who cares? Yeah. Because all he can do is get better. The other team has more assets, so they can win without him. No, you cannot. You need a competent quarterback. We've seen examples of rookie quarterbacks that have been effective game managers because the learning curve has been shorter. Ben Roethlisberger. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. We've seen that. So it's a it's a Steve McNair. It's a tried and true proven method. Why would you go different now? They also had great teams to work with. They weren't winning with bad teams. They had they didn't have to do as much. And I'm saying this Rams team. I'm saying this Rams team has great pieces to work with. Yes, and so why deviate? And Philadelphia doesn't. Exactly. So they're not going to win anyway. But I'm talking about the Rams, though. That's what I'm saying. I'm talking about the Rams. The Rams had the pieces in place. Can I ask you an asshole question? Here we go. Okay, so they gave... Before we go to history, (laughs) here comes the asshole question. (laughs) They gave up six picks, right? Yep. Uh, Their third and... uh, First and third next year's draft. Didn't they make fun of the Redskins Um, for doing the same goddamn thing? They They sure did. I know they played them in preseason this year, but will they be King Petty if they do that shit the next time they play? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. I do it every time. Do it every time. (laughs) I'm just saying. Let's go to history. We got a we got a, we got a good history piece today. We're going to continue our our NFL International Series preview. Uh, we're going to focus on the Washington Redskins 
and the Cincinnati Bengals. That is a Week 8 matchup that will happen at Wembley Stadium. Um, And so the the question I want to put out there for the guys, the Washington Redskins is a very uh, storied organization. You're talking about uh, three Super Bowls, 26 Hall of Famers. Mm -hmm. Um, The Cincinnati Bengals are not quite as storied. Oh, they um, got stories, though. <laughs> <laughs> they got a lot of stories. They got stories, but they're not storied. Um, but these are two franchises that are that are staples of the NFL. Uh, we're going to start with the Washington Redskins, but the question that's going to be out there for both teams, and again, we'll start with the Skins, is, uh, and we'll start with you, uh, Ambassador Reto, give me your three most important players in the franchise history of the Washington Redskins. I'm going to go quick. I got Daryl Green. Because mm-hmm. I don't see how you cannot have him in there, even though some of us here don't have him in there. That's because we, some of us just like to go against the grain. Just want to stand out and be smarty pants. Right. Wait, are we are we saying the most important or the best players in that franchise? How those are we, two different questions. How, well, I think I can think, I ask you a question? Can you go twenty years? Any player in the NFL go twenty years with eleven hundred and fifty nine tackles, fifty four interceptions, eight touchdowns, seven Pro Bowls, and not be the one of the best players in that franchise history. Can you Preach do that? Tom Reto. At, Just saying. At five foot six. Maybe. For real. Was he five foot six? I think he had heels on. Hey, he, he was taller still, than Kenya. Still wearing four point two. That's because he's four foot eleven. And then sorry, I had Art Monk. That's unexplained. I mean, that needs no explanation because mm-hmm. Art Monk is one of the best receivers of all time. Mm-hmm. He's just great at what he did, mm-hmm. and he has the best name. Hey, he, he sounds like a smooth jazz player. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, it's funny you say that because he's actually the legit first cousin of Thelonious Monk. Really? Oh, seriously? Absolutely. Wow. Look at that. James, knowledge. James Look at Arthur that. Monk is the is, Check is out the, the f- big brain on brain. Look at that history <laughs> degree putting he's in the, work. He's the, first, he's the first cousin of Thelonious Monk, but keep going. So you got Daryl Green, Art Monk, and then give me a third one. And I got Riggins. Okay, so mm. I know that everyone in here, I think with the exception of maybe two of us, <laughs> Has uh, has Daryl Green. So let's let's talk about who Daryl Green was. He was the cornerback for the Washington Redskins. Go go Red Oaks. Break 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 down Daryl Green for us. Twenty years. Twenty years. Twenty years. Mm-hmm. What else do you need to break down? The man played at a high level for twenty years. You played the what's the average um, the average years of yeah. a, a person? Is it three years it's, in, it's, in the league? Yeah, three think, to four. Three to four years. Three to four years. Yeah. He played twenty years. At the highest level of the game. Mm-hmm. At a position where the players get bigger and faster every year. Right? And probably the hardest position in sports physically. You're going backwards. That's all he did was go backwards. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> and yeah. he played for 20 years. So I don't care what you say, regardless of the great stats that he does have. Mm-hmm. Because he's a seven-time Pro Bowler. Right. He he has he has 1,159 tackles, 54 interceptions, eight touchdowns from those interceptions. That is first ballot Hall of Famer, four time All Pro. Man, he was and, fast. The, the big, the big the thing about him, he was, he was, he was the fastest man in NFL for a long time. He, you know, we were joking about his height. I, I believe, I think they had five him at eight. five eight, yeah. right? Five eight, but he ran a four three forty. At five eight, his know, legs got, move real fast. <laughs> do you remember watching him and Joey Galloway race down oh, yeah. the sidelines? Yes. Yeah. Kenyon yeah. doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. I actually do. <laughs> that was one of the most awesome scenes in football to me. Yeah. Two of the fastest people ever in the league. Right. Mm. His um he was peerless. He was he was peerless. Dion came, you know, Dion Sanders is is widely looked at as probably the best cornerback to cover ever corner. cover corner to yeah. ever play in the NFL. Um but he came about you know, it was, was Daryl Green had been around for 10 to 12 years. Mm-hmm. By the time he came around, he was he was a shutdown corner. Just because you couldn't run by him. Exactly. Yeah. You couldn't get past him, man. Yeah. Okay. And then he Ar- could get on Magic Mountain Rise, but he, <laughs> he was fast. Art Art Monk, um, who I you know that that Devin, Art Monk is somebody I had in my top three. Devin, talk about Mr. Monk. I mean, consistent. I mean, he's an all-time leading receiver, right? Um, Hall of Famer. Um, growing up in the DMV area, um, if you guys don't know DC, Maryland, Virginia. Uh, when we didn't have a team, we would get a lot of uh, Redskins games. So seeing him with uh, uh, with the other two receivers was it uh, Sanders and um, Ricky Sanders and Ricky Gary Sanders, Clark, Gary Clark, yeah. triplets, the posse, the posse. That's what it was, the posse. Exactly. Um, I mean, you just knew what you were going to get out of him. Super consistent. 
I mean, deserves all the accolades. I mean, someone that works hard and got it done. I think uh, uh, Ronnie Lott said it best. Um, he said, you know, and he was a teammate of Jerry Rice, San Francisco 49ers, who Jerry Rice is without question the Goat. greatest wide receiver greatest to ever play and, my, and is a, has the strong argument is the greatest football player we've ever seen. But yep. he was Art Monk for him. That was... His that was the guy he was chasing after. Mm-hmm. That was his motivation. And Ronnie Lott said it. You know, Jerry told him that all the time. Like I'm going after Art Monk. He was the first receiver to actually break 900 receptions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, three Super Bowls. Uh, played 14 years. Um, he, 15. 15 years. 13 he, was in Washington. He also, yeah. um, and this was a, a, a is a little known fact. He actually had the longest standing ovation on record for the National Football Hall of Fame. So when he mm. was actually inducted and announced the longest standing ovation, and I think it had something to do with the fact that he was not a first ballot Hall of Famer. It's crazy seven, that they keep that stat. Right? Seven, well, they start, yeah, they started <laughs> keeping his stat, but seven years, he had to wait. He had seven years of eligibility before he was actually inducted. Mm. Um, Which is bananas. I think he was also yeah. the, the first player to, to have either over 100 catches or 102 catches in a season, yes. something like that. Yeah, he was. Yeah, during that time frame, yeah. that's... Exactly, and they ran the rock. Yeah, they ran the rock, and you and know he, he came in catching. He had seven hundred eighty-seven yards as a rookie. Yeah, he just got better from there. Yeah, he and he was a he was a he was a type of receiver where you know they they had the three receiver set with the two the two speedsters Clark and uh, Sanders. And, and Sanders. And more and, importantly, he's a three-time Super Bowl champion. Super Bowl yeah. champ. that did not get that did not get first ballot Hall of Famer. He didn't get first ballot Hall of Famer, but their their strategy. He was. He had the speed receivers to clear it out, and he was the guy coming underneath, mm-hmm. catching everything. Everything, you and know. I, and to your point, three different quarterbacks. In those yeah, yep. absolutely, absolutely. Was absolutely. one of them uh, Mr. Douglas? Mr. Douglas Doug Williams. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Douglas Blackballed Williams, <laughs> Junior Ambassador. Uh, I know you had some of those guys on your list, but who, but who, who else did you have? Who did who did you have that we haven't mentioned? I put Sean Taylor on there. Mm. Wow. Rest Talk about peace. that. Rest in peace. Yeah. Rest in yeah. peace, Sean Taylor. He he would have gone down as one of the greatest Redskins. I mean, you just take his four-year career. He had already made a um, – he was already an all-pro mm-hmm. and a two-time pro bowler. He was just taken too early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and he's already one of their uniforms that they unofficially retired. Right. right? So, All you need to know about Sean Taylor is <laughs> when I read – when I was d- looking up his history – the first thing that came up was he hits harder than a Mack truck with no brakes. Exactly. Uh, so when he stretched that pl- that punter in the Pro Bowl, yes. oh, my God. Was, I was, the Pro Bowl. I, I was in the Atlanta airport sitting there watching that Pro Bowl. Hopped on a plane after watching that, and I was amped. <laughs> I was amped walking on that plane. University that's, of Miami. That's big to say watching the Pro Bowl because that should be boring. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> it wasn't boring that day. <laughs> you're not supposed to hit somebody that hard in the Pro Bowl. There's a lot of football talent that came out of the University of Miami. Miami Sean Taylor is very, you know, very tragic, very sad story. He was an elite safety. Yeah. How many years? Was it four years? Four you said? years. Four years. Four years. Kev, hey. who, who who you have on your on your list? We haven't talked about. I had um I had Art Monk, of course. Right. Um, I put in Russ Grimm. Talk mm. about Russ uh, Grimm. He was, and those hogs. He was actually who he was the face of the hogs. I mean, they, they right. give a lot of their credit to to Riggins, but he was he was a guy in the trenches that, mm-hmm. that really made that that happen for them. Um, Four time Super Bowl champ. Right. I think he got inducted either. I think it was 2010. Right. He got inducted to the Hall of Fame. Right. Um, and I also had Sammy Ball on that list. Talk about Mr. I Ball. Had Sammy, Sammy Ball. Ball. I went. I went. Mr. I personally Mr. went back and forth between Mr. Ball and Mr. Jurgensen. You talk mm-hmm. about Mr. Sammy Ball. I pick, yeah, I picked Sammy Bob because he, he excelled in all three phases. He was the quarterback. He played DB. He was even a punter. Yeah, punter. Um, won, won two championships back in uh, 37 and 42. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he he led the league in passing four times mm-hmm. and led well, the league in touchdowns twice well, that's while because playing DB while punting. That's because I don't care what then, era. That's, that's amazing. But no, it's not because nobody passed back then. He changed the game with the forward pass in the first place because that was like 1872. Well, Omar, Omar, <laughs> listen to Omar. He knows he was there. Back when you were in elementary school. I was, I was at his last game. <laughs> but, but I mean, no, I, to, to your point, he, he did revolutionize the game. So I don't see how we could leave him off the list. 
Well, I mean, you know, I, 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 I really did. I went back and forth between Sammy Ball and Sonny Jurgensen. Um, and, and I'll tell you why I, I chose Mr. Jurgensen, because there was, you know, in baseball, they talk about the dead ball era, but there, in fact, actually was a dead ball era uh, in the NFL. Um, because there was a heavy emphasis on the run. There was literally a stretch where teams were averaging no more than 150 passing yards per game. Mm. Now, in today's NFL, you got guys that can get 150 yards in a quarter. Mm -hmm. Um, But Mr. Jurgensen is a Hall of Famer. Um, He was the highest-rated passer of that dead ball era. And and the dead ball era is basically the period between 1963 and 1978. And what changed things around in 1978 was they made some rule changes. Uh, One is called the Mel Blunt rule, which was illegal contact, basically. Five (laughs) yards, contact down the field. They called it the Mel Blunt rule. That was instituted in 1979. Um, They also allowed offensive linemen to... Oh, sorry. They also allowed offensive whoa, linemen whoa. to extend their arms, and, and we're getting a whoa because as we're recording this during the Denver-Carolina game, and Denver was down 17-7, to and it is now 21-17. And this and is Kenyon where Kenyon has a big smile And this face. is where I'd like to point out that out of all, <laughs> Let seven, all seven league ambassadors, there was only one that took Denver to win. Hey, can we get back on point, though? And that is yours truly. <laughs> we'll get back on point. So... You had the Mel Blunt rule that was instituted in 1979. You also had the rule that allowed offensive linemen to extend their arms so that wow. they could, they could uh, uh, effectively defend defensive linemen. And then the third thing was they added side judges in 1979. And that's what spurred, uh, and, the side, and the, obviously the impact of the side judges is that you could curtail some of the downfield illegal contact that would happen. Mm-hmm. And so that's what opened up the passing rules in 1979. But from 63 to 78, there was one quarterback who rang true during that stretch, and that was Mr. Sonny Jurgensen. Um, you know, if you wanted to look at an app comparison for him, it was Brett Favre. There was a period there where he was, like towards the end of his career, where he was splitting roles. It was, it was Sonny Jurgensen. And Clemen was actual the, the other quarterback. Clemen was more of the game manager. Jurgensen was more of the high-risk uh, you know, he would he would take chances, had a very live arm. Um, and uh, and like I said, he was the highest rated passer of the era at like an 82, 82.3 um, passer rating. And so for for me, he had no playoff success, which <laughs> I think Sammy Baugh actually uh, he, he had that. But Sonny Jurgensen had no no playoff success. But he was a live arm. He was a good quarterback in that era. Since since we talk win, man, since we talking about the 70s, can we bring up the fact that Les is only one year younger than me. <laughs> oh my god! I'm about sick of you motherfuckers <laughs> talking about my age. Hey, Les was over there. We in the same decade. <laughs> it's, it's all right though. God damn it! <laughs> he just happy I had a birthday last week. Yeah, That's the only thing. Some kind of way over here. He just he shaved his hair off. That's why y'all don't see the gray hair. Oh man! God damn it! All right, let's move on. We'll move on. We'll move on. <laughs> we'll move on to the Bengals, mm. uh, Cincinnati Bengals, top three. Uh, we'll start with you, Ambassador Dev. Give me your top three for the uh, the Cincinnati Bengals organization. I have uh, Mr. Anthony Munoz, uh, arguably one of the greatest Mr. Munoz, tackles yes. of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have Norman Boomer Esiason from where, Kev? Oh. University of Maryland. There you go. <laughs> who was an uh, NFL MVP. Yeah. And I also have uh, Ken Anderson, who was an NFL MVP. Anthony Munoz, Junior Blue. Talk uh, to us about Anthony Munoz. 12-year career, starting as an offensive tackle, Mm -hmm. 11 Pro Bowls, Mm -hmm. (laughs) nine-time All-Pro, first team. Mm -hmm. All with Cincy, too. Exactly. Two-time All-Pro second team. I mean, that's that's it. Every year, he's the best lineman Mm -hmm. for the whole time he played. Mm -hmm. Started 183 of 185 games. And that's funny because... The rap coming out of coming coming off of him, or the rap for him coming out of college, was that he was injury prone. He yep. only played sixteen <laughs> college mm. games, and they took him number one overall at a position where you get hit on every play, on every, every play. play. And he yeah. stu- he turned out to be Steph Curry. <laughs> <laughs> what you, what else did you find about him, uh, Def? About Anthony Munoz? Uh, I mean, when you're number one in your position for you know arguably the entire history of a franchise or, or uh, just an NFL. I mean, that just kind of puts you on a, on another tier. Like, you, other t- 
tackles want to aspire to be that. Uh-huh. Um, they don't have many great players to go off. <laughs> so, so with him being up there, I mean, that's a big, big deal. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Just... They they don't have that much, and he's he's a one. He was known as as probably the most athletic. Like he introduced athleticism to the left tackle mm-hmm. position. Um, in fact, he was uh, one of the first left tackles to actually be used on a pretty consistent basis as tight end eligible. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he had I think six touchdowns six to his credit. Yeah, touchdowns. Six receiving yeah. touchdowns to his credit. His athleticism also. You you know how you guys you know you'll see a lineman. That will have they'll uh, so if I'm on the left side and I put my left foot back to have that like cheat step, yep. he was the first one to kind of introduce that, and it's normally seen as something that you need to do if you're not as athletic. Mm-hmm. But because he was so athletic, it was such a huge advantage. advantage. Yeah, yeah, he was he was awesome. Um, you talk about Ken Anderson and Boomer Esiason, and I want to put it out there because I I went with Ken Anderson, um, and I know some people in here went with Boomer. Let's talk about the difference between Boomer and Ken and, and why one is great over the other. Kev, you want to you you touch on that, open that up? Yeah, um, their numbers were actually pretty comparable. Mm-hmm. Um, both won MVPs, um, both played for a terrible franchise. Um, <laughs> it's just my personal. But uh, no, they, they both had pretty good numbers. I know when Boom retired, he was like top 10 in almost every right. uh, QB category. Um, so it's kind of hard to, to choose one over the other. I I went with Boom. Um, how long did Boom for play? The, for the Maryland Ties. How long did Boom play? Um, in Cincy or total? Cincy. Uh, like eight years, maybe? Because I know Seven Ken. Seven or eight years? Ken played 16 Ken years. Did. Ken put in yeah. 16 years. In he Cincy. Did. Yeah. yeah. Like, he put in work for a terrible franchise. But, the for most, a long but time. I will, I'll say the most successful stretch that Cincinnati's had was under Boomer size, and they went to a Super Bowl with they, Boomer. They went, uh, didn't they go with Ken too? I don't, I don't, I don't think I don't, that they did. I don't think so. Yeah. They lost to the 49ers. They lost to the 49ers both times. Both they, times. Yeah, so believe, they went twice. They went twice. But with Boomer, though? No. I believe Ken, Ken was in 81. Mm. Ken was in 81? They Ken just, went. They just ran up against them boys. Ken had 32,000 yards. That's a lot of yards. Back then, especially. 197. Yeah, then that was, it was, it was, uh, it was Ken Anderson, because that's the year he won MVP. 81. Okay. Yeah, so it had to have been. Okay. Okay. Junior Blue, who you got? I added somebody who's on the team now, Geno Atkins. Because <laughs> they, their, their history, their history is too much for me. Geno, <laughs> Geno Atkins. Geno Atkins. Okay, I got a question because I know, I know, Red O's got Corey Dillon, and he's over here stewing right now. Well, no, wait, 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 wait. Wait a minute. Do you have Corey Dillon? I do not have Corey. Okay, Dillon. so how do you, how do you not have? That's not what I said. I know you don't. I know that's not what you said. But just stay with me. All right, I got you. Okay. How do you not have the leading rusher in the organization, but you got somebody from today <laughs> who's still playing? Because they were trash. <laughs> <laughs> so all Keep of that is irrelevant. <laughs> Basically. It doesn't matter if they're trash. It's, it's their ba- oh, you're right. Let's, they, they were trash. They were trash. So you a, a good player on a bad team. Are you really that good? Uh, so what's special about Geno in your book? Well, look, Geno Atkins, six years in the league. Okay. Four times Pro Bowl. Yes. Two times first team All-Pro. Okay. One time second team. Okay. One year he missed because of a torn ACL. He is a dominant player. He's in Cincinnati, so he doesn't get the pub, but they better than they were, aren't they? They might not win in the playoffs, but that's another story. <laughs> but they get there. Hi, Marvin. They get there. <laughs> Red O, Corey Dillon. Um, here's the thing. I actually Trash. had Corey Dillon. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> he is not Moritz Bowring. <laughs> that's four in a row, by the way. That's four weeks. That's four shows in a row. Keep plugging you, Moritz. Until you keep plugging you. Keep you ain't got shit to do. Come see us. <laughs> see, I, I had uh, Corey as a, um, what I had Sean Taylor as? What do you call it? What Honorable mention. Honorable mention. Really, their third best player is Chad Johnson. You hate to admit it because he yeah. was such a dickhead. Yeah. But Chad Johnson was a hog in his time. 10,000 receiving yards. Talk he, about he it. 751 receptions, 10,783, six, 66 touchdowns. Yeah. He just was a dickhead. So you, the person you didn't want to like, you, you, 
you Ocho hate. Cinco, for those of you, some nah. people may know him as Johnny. His, <laughs> no, his mama call him Clay. I'm going to call him Clay. <laughs> his name is Chad Johnson. Which is really odd to me because he was skinny. that good where I'm going to call him Ocho Cinco. <laughs> he ain't Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, me and Skinny actually went to school with him and Steve Smith at Santa Monica. Uh, they were there at the same time. And he was cool as a fan. I, I, when he started the antics, I was like, that's Chad? Like, okay. And dude. you just didn't know Chad. I guess because not. Because the lights come on, that's who you oh, are. He was getting his skinny on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hollywood, Hollywood Corey Dillon, <laughs> come, come, back, come back to Corey Dillon because I because I, I I actually I like Corey Dillon. I, I mean, like Corey he Dillon too. He, was, he wasn't in my top three, but, but I, he's a workman and he's the the, the reason why I had him at honorable and mention. Belichick loved him, the, mm. right? The reason why I had him at, at as honorable mention because he is their best running back of all time of the Bengals, which again <laughs> <laughs> I get it. And it's they've trash. had some and they've, and they've had some good running backs. Rudy Johnson mm-hmm. was uh, was a part of the the Ocho Cinco Carson Palmer era. You had Icky Woods, the only one still getting money. The shuffle, <laughs> <laughs> Icky Shuffle, baby, right? Right. Which was a horrible, horrible touchdown dance, dance. Yes. but it's but memorable. It was so popular. It was dis- it was, it was yeah, disgusting. Everybody it was horrible. Did that dumb shit. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but nobody else was doing stuff like that that back back then, right? You know, so it was something that people remembered. So, but more more than his actual play mm-hmm. was his mm-hmm. touchdown dance, right? But Dylan was a, he was a good teammate. He was a workhorse. He did what he had to do. He just wasn't. He was a good soldier. He I wasn't. Say, he wasn't was a good fight. He wasn't great. He was good at at what he did, right? Yeah. For a, for a while. Oh, yeah. oh, Reno, real quick. Was he a better Bengal or was he a better Patriot? Better Patriot. He had more. He played for the page for the Bengals longer, so he had better stats. But he went just because of his longevity over there. But when he got to the Patriots, he bought out for a little bit because um, Mr. Belichick and his black girl magic knew what to do with him. Mm. <laughs> well, let's not forget. Uh, I know we talked about Boomer, but they pretty much invented the no huddle. Yeah, talk about you know, it. Yeah, I mean, before they only used to use that at the the last two minutes of uh, the half of the game to try and hurry up and get some points, but they instituted that and just kept it rolling. Which also, to make it full circle... You mean and Chip I, I, Kelly I, didn't come up with that? Oh, here we go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to, to, bring it, to, bring it, to bring it full circle, that's also what made Anthony Munoz such a bear to deal with. Because typically, because of his athleticism, but also mm-hmm. typically, you know, you're talking about banging against a guy like that, you know, 40, 50 plays a game. Mm-hmm. In the no huddle, that, that, size. that number doubled. Yep. And now you're talking about 80 plays a game where mm-hmm. this guy that's bigger, stronger than you, that is just as athletic as you are, he was, shape. he was killing those defensive Working linemen. Out. Sam Weish with the, with the, with the no, that, that's actually a great point. So, yeah. is it, also, is anybody not going to mention the Bungles? What, what? Trash. I've been mentioning <laughs> once. I mean, I've been mentioning. Said it to stop the second it's the segment. <laughs> I mean, he thought that's what you meant when you said it. It was trash. They've had so many arrests. Yeah. I mean, what is it like? Since Mars been there, it's been forty-three arrests. Well, Didn't they have a, a nickname, the, the Jail Bangles or something like that? It you was... think about the, the Jail Blazers, that's basketball, but I think it was the Bungles. <laughs> <laughs> them but too. Like, oh, since like 2001 or something, there's 43 arrests. Only nine of them have not been in Marv's watch. And then and, Chris Henry tragically died by like jumping on the back wow, of a truck or something. Chris yeah. Henry. Forgot yeah, about, like, forgot about uh, him. And Pac-Man, love the West Virginia receiver. Yeah. Love the scrippers. <laughs> Let's uh, let's uh, let's transition. Wait, Pac Man wasn't a bango back then, though, was he? No, no he, he just got there. He he, Fair, he was part of that nonsense up. last year. I lost <laughs> money. Just tragic. He cleaned. I up. lost money to freaking Kenyon because of <laughs> Pac Man. <laughs> oh my God, I'll never forget that. He, I don't care was if he's a... on fire. I'm not gonna spit on him. Pac Man's my Ooh. guy. <laughs> Um, Said that's your guy. That's my guy. That's a thousand dollars. We're gonna transition. We're gonna transition over to uh, to the. We're talking about week one. This is you know we're on the eve. Like I said, you know the what's the score, Kev? Right now we got the the, the Broncos and the, Whew, and the Panthers this week. Denver one. is up twenty one twenty. It's 20, three minutes left, and I believe Denver has the ball. Twenty one twenty. Okay. Carolina has the ball. Says the peanut gallery. All right. So the NFL season is is underway. We're gonna discuss some week one games. We'll kind of keep with the same thing we have. We've got. Uh, We'll talk about three games in particular, but you can go to our website, theleagueam.com, and you can see uh, what our picks are for week one. Uh, there is a championship belt on the line that we're going to have. Uh, the, whoever has the best picks at the end of the season will definitely be a uh, – we'll have a championship belt, and we'll, we'll kind of institute that as, as league ambassador legacy. 
Um, but uh, we'll start, first of all, with the Redskins and the Bengals. And uh, if I remember correctly, uh, everyone... I mean, not the Redskins and the Bengals. I apologize. Redskins and the Steelers, which is a Monday night matchup. It's the first Monday night matchup. And if I remember correctly, everyone chose the Steelers except for Coach Joe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what, but what's going to happen in that game? What do we like about that game? Why is everyone on the Steelers? I can't pretend to speak for Joe. I don't know. I, I can assume that it was his Baltimore I Allegiance. I can't speak for him. <laughs> <laughs> that was the Baltimore Allegiance it's that came It's on my through. chest. Uh, well, no, it's... I can't say I agree with them, but to kind of point to the, the discussion me and Omar had last week, a lot of people are really high on Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe because the AFC is open with Tom Brady being suspended and Peyton Manning retiring, but I think they got more problems than people are willing to admit. I mean, that yes, they have Antonio Brown, Omar. They do, but he can't, he can't win it for them in the trenches. Their offensive line is terrible. Mm-hmm. Their defensive line is garbage. They don't have Le'Veon Bell for three weeks. They don't have Martavius Bryant. All season. What I division think, yeah, do they all play season. in? So you think that you do? Do you think that those weaknesses are going to show themselves against the Redskins? No. <laughs> He's not, not speaking for Joe, not himself. Let's not get it twisted. For the sake of the argument, I tried to. T- Maybe that's what he's thinking, but no, they, I think they beat the Redskins. Yeah, I mean, but the, that's that's the, their problem. The most there. interesting matchup against them to me will be that makes me want to watch it would be Josh Norman versus mm. Antonio Brown. Yeah, that's a good matchup, don't right? I want to watch yes, that sir. all game. I don't know. We've seen the tape. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was getting worked out. Who was getting worked out? Uh, Josh. Josh. Was Was Josh Norman having problems with Deshaun Jackson? Oh, <laughs> Pierre hips, Garcon. If hips. he's going to have problems with them, he's going to he's going to look like a three year old going against Antonio Brown. Spoiler alert. I think you know. I think a hidden thing, and so I believe in 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 folks. You can. You can you can you can listen to me for for betting advice. Because this is what this is what I'm paying attention to. The line is fifty and a half, um, and I think it's going to go over. Everybody, every they they like the mm. line. They like the line to be high because again, everyone expects Pittsburgh's offense to play well. And the Redskins, they got a lot of weapons. You know, yep. Kirk Cousins in a prove it year. But here's the deal, John, uh, not John Gruden, Jay Gruden. Mm. Uh, who was formerly the offensive coordinator for the Cincinnati Bengals, he's 2-4 and four against the Steelers, and he averages 15 points a game. Mm-hmm. And so I look for familiarity to kind of rear its head with that Steelers defense against the system of, of Mr. Gruden. And I don't think that they're going to score as much, and I like for, the, I like for it to come in under the, the 51 points. But I think, for me, that also... Uh, is it kind Pittsburgh of push may score 51 points. <laughs> no, 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 they won't. I, I, I think, you know, Jim Haslett's a good defensive coordinator, and they've, yeah. they've got some good pieces there. Um, you know, the they're healthy. That, Ryan the Kerrigan. they got to get off the field, which they won't have a hard time. Yeah, Mr. Kerrigan, Mr. Kerrigan is healthy. I mm-hmm. think that they, they've, got, they've got some pieces there in place. Josh Norman, we, we, you know, we joke about him. But he's, he's a good corner. I definitely yeah. think Antonio Brown is going to get the best of him, if, that, if that's even the matchup, a matchup. one-on-one matchup. You know, because they might freak it. you know Norman Norman tends to stay on one side of the field, but I like the under to come in. Um, but I think it's the familiarity of Jay Gruden's system. I think that ultimately would carry the day. Um, let's go to the the Jets. We got Jets Bengals, so we're we're keeping our theme with the with the Steelers and the Bengals. We got Jets Bengals matchup. All I got to say is under 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 <laughs> under under under. <laughs> For real. Defense 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 defense. Talk to us about it, uh, Ambassador Junior Blue. I got the Bengals in an upset. You got Ooh, the Bengals in an upset. I got the Bengals in an okay. upset. Um, at the Jets. Fitzpatrick wasn't there the whole offseason. Just got there a few weeks ago. Cincinnati's defense is still real. Mm-hmm. I think their offense is going to be better than Kenyon thinks it's going to be, mm-hmm. even yeah. though they lost Sanu on the opposite yeah. side of A.J. Green. Right. But I feel like they're going to they're gonna be able to take the no Jets. Ty- no Tyler uh, Eifert. Eifert. No Tyler Eifert. No, 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 no. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> It. <laughs> he thinks yeah. it's Eifert. No Tyler. No Tyler Eifert. He went to Notre Dame, so I don't really give a shit. I understand. Uh, <laughs> Tyler. Tyler Eifert. No Tyler. No Tyler Eifert. No Muhammad Sanu. They're probably they're starting a rookie Tyler Boyd on the other side with Brandon right. LaFell or Vontae uh, Burfick. Well, 
God. No Vontae yeah, Burfick. He's out for the first two games. He's out for the first two games. That's right for the... That's big. Oh, that's a big suspension. When is he not out hurt or out? Yeah. Let's be real. So I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, they still have Atkins and, and Dunlop. Is there any? Yeah. Is, is there Atkins any? one of their best players all time? They still got him playing. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> is there anyone else here? I know Kevin. You were conflicted about that matchup. Who did you end up picking? I was. Um, I ended up picking Cincy. Okay, Ooh, they're, they're at home. But I, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, and I only picked them because because of that playmakers, because of that defense. Hold um, on, I don't I think wanna... the. I want to make sure we're on point. What did you say? You said since he's at home? Jets are at home. I Jets believe. are at home. Oh, the Jets are home. We want to establish oh. that credibility. You want, make sure oh, well. you want to change your pick? No, I'm still going to pick them. <laughs> there, you, there you go, Cam. <laughs> Listen, Say I don't want to pick them. I Stay don't, true, I don't son. want to. But I, I think they have more firepower on the defensive end that can slow down now, the Jets. Now, uh, people forget, last year before he broke his, his uh, what was his thumb, Dalton was on MVP pace last year. He was. Dalton was ha- the 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 ginger was having a great year. Yeah, no soul. Now now with that being said, <laughs> right. I still pick the Jets because uh-huh. I believe in Bunny Colvin. Bunny, yeah, Bunny. Um, ha- Hamsterdam. And I think I truly believe game one, Mr. Muhammad will eat. Muhammad Wilkerson is going to eat. He's going to eat. Okay. He's going. He likes redheads, and he's coming to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> The final game that uh, that we want to talk about, and it's because it was the game. Again, if you go to our website, follow us on Twitter, uh, Twitter, Instagram, at the League AM. Go to our Facebook, at the League AM. If you go to our website, you see our picks. The game that we were the most divided on as a group was the Cowboys and the Giants, mm-hmm. uh, and it was basically For good reason. it was a base it was basically an even split. And you know, I mean, for me personally, and I'll, I'll just start it. You know, if Tony Romo was playing, I get it. But it, we're talking about a rookie quarterback that's starting game one. Uh, whoever picked the Cowboys and just jump right in. I, I, picked, I picked the Cowboys. I picked the Cowboys. Talk about it. I think they're at home. Simplify game plan. Okay. A lot of run. Make mm-hmm. it easy uh, for Dak. They don't have any uh, film on them. And the Giants are terrible on defense. Here's the problem with this game. Okay. And they have a rookie it's, head coach. It's like the current political season. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, for real, for real. It's like the Giants who can't protect their court, their quarterback with that horrendous line, versus the Cowboys who can't sack the quarterback because they got the Dauphine in. They got the Dauphine in. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's like Hillary and Trump, where nobody wants either one of them. Mm-hmm. Like so, it's it's just going to come down to who can execute the best, who cannot mess up the worst. And so going back to our initial discussion about the Rams and and my key point, <laughs> no, not to go there, but to <laughs> go there and say we yeah we going we're definitely going but there. to going say there. the most important position. In in the NFL in football is your quarterback. So you, how are you willing to rain? You're trusting a rookie over wolf. Eli Manning, but who's won two Super play. Bowls. I don't right. care what Listen, you say. It's that not, boy can it's play. not Dak over Eli. It's it's Dak playing against that terrible defense of the Giants. They spent a lot. Say, they spent a lot of money on Willie. I was gonna say they spent a lot of money. Janoris Jenkins. Janoris Jenkins is getting paid to be a number one cornerback. He's not a number one quarter cornerback. No, he's not. Rookie no, he's head not. coach. He's never coached an NFL game before. But they kept the defensive coordinator. And they're on the road. And they're on the road, right? They kept Spagnola. That's familiar. I mean, you say they're on the road, but I mean that's they're playing. That Dallas. matters and, though. And, we, and we're acting like Dallas's defense is good, which is my, which was my point because I understand what you're saying, Omar. Which is okay, you know, Dallas uh, Dallas defensive line. They can't sack the quarterback, so they can't take advantage of the fact that you know the Giants' offensive line is is not good. So it means that the quarterbacks basically you you put them at equal footing. If we're if we're to believe that you know that because that was last year that the Giants' defense was porous. If we're to believe that the Giants' defense is, is still not good, even with the offseason additions that they made, then why not look at the quarterbacks? And it's like we got a two-time Super Bowl winner versus a rookie. There's a reason why because Dallas will not come off the field. Yeah. Dallas is going to run the ball. Run, they're run, going to run, run. the ball because it's not. They got two good running backs. They do. What they going to do? They're going to run. They're going to run the okay. ball. We play to win the game. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to run the ball. Not only that, their quarterback, who is a rookie, is a, a quarterback who can run. Uh-huh. They're going to run the ball. Simplify. They're the going place. to keep. The offense, they're going to keep Eli out of the game. So not only that, I'm all in with Dak Prescott. I 
I believe Likewise. he is one of those rookies who is transcendent, who can play this game, and he's gonna make it hard for them to say, "Okay, Romo, do better." That's why you want make to make an argument. Just, make just like the point, just like the point you made earlier about the the young quarterbacks with the talent. Don't forget, he has that great offensive line. He does. That has Jason Witten. He has, Witten. He has uh, Des blanket. Bryant. Number he's got safety blankets. Yeah. I, I do like and Ezekiel. I do like he has I, three safety blankets. It's I, cold in Dallas. I do like Jason. I do like Jason Witten uh, for fantasy tight end. I think you know the tight end for a young quarterback, a new quarterback. The tight end is going to be you know their best friend. But make an argument for the Giants, uh, Junior Blue. There isn't one. <laughs> there is one. <laughs> First off, Dallas's defense is horrible. It was last year, and they got worse. Mm-hmm. Orlando Scandrick. Had the ACL. He's back. He's back, but he's not 100%. Mm-hmm. So who is covering Odell? Well, no one does normally. I exactly. <laughs> exactly. You might and as well be you. I don't want to, though. Exactly. So. He likes boys. Oh. Oh. Whoa, that's another. Okay. That's, an, that's another. I would story. feel better about him if he just came out the closet. I don't care what hey, they say. Hey, yo, D- yo DRC it's cool. Just come out the, the closet. Club, Stop boy. pretending. <laughs> <laughs> just be yourself. I actually, I actually think he better be a better wide receiver if he if he stop pretending. Oh my god, that boy can play. <laughs> oh my god, I don't care what y'all say. Cap, who you got go in the game? And, we're gonna go ahead. Cowboys and edit that. Giants. <laughs> um, I'm, <laughs> ain't nothing wrong I'm with a, it. Some people scared hey, to come out the closet. Hey, it's cool. Hey, listen, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go ahead and pick the Cowboys. But keep this in mind: their yes. last eight games. Okay. Each have been decided by a touchdown or less, so it's going to be close. Going to be close. But I'm gonna go ahead and take the home team, the Young Wolf, Dakota okay. Rain. Okay, I'm gonna stay with you, Kev. Give us a fantasy recommendation. Give me a quarterback. Give me a wide receiver, and then give me a flex that you feel like is going to do well in Week One. First, what's the score? Well, the score is oh. it's on commercial. Um, <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going. First name Russell. Last name Wilson is mm. my quarterback. All right. Um, running back, I'm going to take Ezekiel Elliott. Just okay. on a whim. Okay. Um, for wide receiver, I'm going to keep it hometown. And I'm going to go with Mr. Mike Wallace. Mike getting Wallace. On Stephen mm. Gilmore? He's getting buckets on Stephen Gilmore? Don't matter who he's on. We at the crib. We at the bank. All right. We're going to put up numbers. Here we go. And the score is 21 to 20. 37 seconds left. Cam is at midfield. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm. I'll keep you posted. Keep this, me means, posted. this means a lot. Just All don't right. dance anymore. <laughs> Redo. Redo, give me give me your fantasy recommendations. And it's not a joke. I'm taking Dak Prescott. Mm. Wow, he I is think he really all in. He's all in. Let me finish. I think he throws two touchdowns and runs for 50 yards and maybe runs for a touchdown. I think he has, because of his security blankets, he has the easiest game of the week. I'm going to mm-hmm. warn everyone now, if Dak Prescott goes off on Sunday night, we're going to change our name from 32 Kings Road to Omar Henderson Boulevard. <laughs> we I'm putting not, it all out there. We will not hear the end of it. Okay, give me a, give me a wide receiver and give me a flex. Wide receiver, I'm taking uh, Brandon Marshall. Okay. Flex, and the only reason why I'm taking this person is because it's the flex, which means it's your third person. It's just somebody who may be on your bench, but you think they're going to score some, and that's Jeremy Langford. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you that don't know, Jeremy Langford plays for the Chicago Bears. Bear Ambassador, down, baby. Ambassador Junior Blue. But I'm a homer. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's the flex. Ambas- it's not my starting running back, my second running back. That's my third running back. I think that's a you, that's an actual position for Jeremy Langford. I didn't say he was a starting running back. He's not. He's not. Pittsburgh is not. Pittsburgh is not making the playoffs. Ambassador okay. Junior Blue, give me your flex. Okay. Give me your flex recommendations. My flex, DeAndre Hopkins. At wide receiver. Oh, your flex. Yeah. Oh, your flex. DeAndre yeah. Hopkins, okay. Um, he's going against the Bears, so. Mm-hmm. Should put up big numbers there. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> um, I kind of got a, a two for here uh-huh. with the quarterback and the wide receiver. Okay. I'm going Blake Borders, Allen Robinson in a shootout against Green Bay at mm. home. I am at all right, well, I'm going to rebuke that because there's about $1,700 on the line that says <laughs> we're taking an under in the green But you like, you like Blake Bortles and Allen Robinson against Green Bay's defense. They're healthy. Sam Shields, good corner. But they got two good wide receivers. Two great wide receivers. Two great. And, they, and, 
and they have a uh, the tight end that came from Denver, Julius, like Julius Thomas. Thomas. Mm-hmm. He came from. So I mean, they and they should be able to run the ball also. Play action is going to work for them. Okay, Ambassador Devin, who you got? Fantasy recommendations. I'm gonna start off with my wide receiver, okay. um, which we alluded to. That's why I said spoiler alert. Uh, Mr. Antonio Brown, Josh, Norman. yeah, oh my God, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> my flex is gonna be. And he trying to get paid. Yeah, <clears throat> they right. they gave him a, they gave him, they gave him a down payment, but the house yeah. is coming. Yeah, <laughs> so I got I got Mr. Gurley as my flex versus the okay. course forty like, Can I ask a question though? If you play fantasy football, isn't your flex usually your 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 the person who is not your starter? But you want to put you want you got a mm. position on it. You guys are putting. That's how you play. Okay, depends no, not necessarily. It depends, it depends, on, the on, the league. It depends on the league. Not depends necessarily. On the league. Okay, yeah. so my first running back is gonna be my best running back. My first wide receiver is gonna be my best wide receiver. You are gonna put the flex as your as Todd Gurley, the best running back in the league. That's never gonna be your well, flex player. Well, the parameters on this. I'm just saying, wide receiver if we're talking back. about fantasy picks, the, you you want to put how your fantasy football team is built, right? The, the flex is just the not difference between it could be a running back or a wide receiver. It could be any. You think Todd Gurley is going to be anybody's flex, though? He's going to be no, their he's number one be running, running, back. running back. He's running the number back. one running back. But the thing is, okay. is running. here's the thing. It's the, cool. The reason why we did it, Omar. Explain it to me. Is because there are more wide receiver options to choose from. Obviously, quarterback is an important position. But half of the league, half of the teams in the league have handcuffs for running backs. So we didn't want to yeah. say give it a running back, so we say give it a flex. Some people might want to put in a running back. Some people may want to recommend a wide receiver. And damn so it, wasn't it, my pick? it was it was, it was your it pick. Was, That's was. why I asked the question. I didn't say you couldn't okay. pick it. I asked the question. Well my quarterback <laughs> You know I'm old. I gotta ask <laughs> these things. Yeah, we got we gotta make sure you had There was no medicine. fantasy football when I was coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus so, so uh, I'm, I'm going to throw my man a bone. My quarterback's going to be Mr. Carr because I think okay. the Saints are mm. trash. It's going to be a track. <laughs> David Carr. It will be. David I Carr. think that's actually a good pick. I'll I follow. I'll follow. I'll He's follow. also on my fantasy team. <laughs> <laughs> See? See what I did there? See what I did there? <laughs> I'll follow suit, and and uh, I like I like Matthew Stafford actually as a quarterback recommendation. You really like the uh, Lions going against a, I I definitely pick Indy though, right? I, it doesn't well, matter. Yeah, Indy Indy is terrible. Trash. Yeah. yeah, Indy Indy's terrible though. Uh, they're missing their top two cornerbacks. Uh, their pass rush consists of Robert Mathis, who's like 45 years old and coming off of an Achilles injury. He just turned 46. <laughs> he just <laughs> turned 46. He's not as old as Franny? Uh, huh? He's not as old as Franny from last week. <laughs> That's my point. And, <laughs> Birthdays um, a day after each other. <laughs> and I think Matthew, I think Matthew Stafford is going to have a good year not having Calvin Johnson, but I definitely think that they're going to be able to take advantage of the Colts secondary. I think that game's a shootout, honestly. How um, long has Matthew Stafford been in the league? This is year number eight. Eight or nine, I believe. Maybe next year he'll have a good year. I mean, he's had. They've been waiting on him to have. They've been waiting on him to be Clayton Kershaw forever. Yeah, ask the question, uh, Kev. No, I said you said he's gonna have a good year. A good year statistically, or good year. I mean, they've been they've been waiting him to become the transcendent player they thought he was gonna be, and he's not. I mean, he threw for five thousand. He threw for five thousand yards. Is he a transcendent player? I mean, there are very no. Jake Cutler threw for five thousand no. yards in Denver. <laughs> it's, a, it's a yes or no, Kenyon. Like, come no. on, man. No. Caillou, <laughs> Caillou. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Caillou threw for five thousand yards in Denver. <laughs> I also like um, I like ODB and Ezekiel Elliott. I think the Zika virus is real. Is the Zika virus is real, and the Giants are going to experience it. Um, I. But I did, having said that, I, I, I think my pick was, the, I think I chose the Giants. Score, actually. Kevin. What's the score, Kevin? It's a Geico commercial. Okay. <laughs> um, there's, a, there's a challenge. I'll keep you guys posted. Okay. Mm. Okay. Well we'll, well, we'll we'll get the shots ready on that note. Um, good show. We uh, it was a good show. We talked about Redskins, Bengals. Next Trash. week we're going we're gonna... <laughs> 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 to. I'm in London. We're sorry that they're sending you trash they teams, are. but they are sending you. Hey, it's football. Hey, can, can we can we can we wait nine seconds or do we have to wrap? We're not wrap. I mean, we're starting the wrap. Just... We're just getting the shots ready. Carolina kicking for the win. Let's, Let's go. Let's just great. Live update. Here we go. Uh, Carolina kicking for the cave. win. Can I get this horrible drink you we made? We got the Jägermeister going. Is it possible to maybe put next Graham week? Graham Next I week, never drunk this before in my life. Uh, oh, they, they iced him. They okay. iced him. Next week, it's uh, more Coach Jack's history. Can That's it, a week four matchup. Coach Jack's history. Can we never do this again, though? 
Jägermeister? Yes, this well, is horrible. All right, well, you know, we had to give up. Who lo- drinks this? The Step Germans. your game up, Reddo. The Germans. Oh, no. The Germans drink it. <laughs> I, I'm old. I drink scotch. Moritz Boehringer <laughs> drinks it. Let's get it going. Yeah, and that's why he's not in the league. He's trash. <laughs> <laughs> We're on our way out. We thank you. Week two. Uh, we'll, we'll go over week two. We'll also go over our picks from week one. And, uh, LeagueAM.com, can you, baby. Can you pass it? TheLeagueAM.com. Let's go uh, look at Kevin's game previews. We got game picks there. We'll also have uh, hit us up on social media on our Twitter and our Instagram. It's at TheLeagueAM as well as our Facebook. Omar, he's being you. like selfish on that. You could have passed it around. How am I supposed to throw it at Liz? <laughs> <laughs> I actually, his father, I like him. <laughs> He's going to be mad at me. <laughs> they come back yet, Kev? Graham Gano for Graham. the win. No. It's a miss, right? I'm still watching. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Cheers. Cheers. Cheerio. Cheers, man. Cheerio, Lokes. Oh, he missed it. He missed it. Fuck. Kenyon Aids, 1-0. Everybody else, 0-1. See you next week. Whoa. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.